Hey, 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 it's Suze from the Global Wellness Platform Podcast. It's so great to have you here today. And today we're having a pretty, pretty great discussion on perfectionism. And it's going to be a great one. And we're going to have a real heart to heart about perfectionism. I'm going to talk about my own journey with it. And hopefully you'll take some info here and be able to use it in your own life. Okay, so first we're going to talk about what perfectionism is. So to me, perfectionism is the killer of dreams. Now, the reason why I say this is that we get caught up in what we perceive is the perfect way and there is no perfect way. So we are literally stuck, stuck. And sometimes it's easy to go into those mindsets because it is scarier to not be stuck because then we have to challenge those things like perfectionism. We have to come clean on ourselves that we aren't perfect and it's not that we already don't know this, it is what we have attached to the word perfectionism. And I will almost bet my life that the attachment comes from the necessity to be liked, worrying what people will think of you and being judged. Now that also comes from a deep-seated tribal instinct we have to belong. So if we think we are not going to be a certain way this perfect way for our loved ones and for our community as a whole, we have a lot of fear that we will be thrown out. And we are such creatures that we really, really, um, it's, it's way deep and it goes for centuries and millennium since forever. We were born into tribes. We think that we won't be able to survive. So that in itself is huge. That's a huge thing because I think when you can recognize oh, that's why I have what I have with perfectionism. You can start challenging that belief alone. Like if I'm not perfect, if I try something new or if I show the real me or if I explore things that my parents might not think are great, are they going to throw me out? Uh, am I going to die if they say, I don't agree with this? You know, it, it's just, there's so, so many, many different layers with this. So let's talk about perfectionism. What is it? So it's our drive and our need to be perfect. So each person's idea of perfect is their own. And here's what you need to know that changes all the time. We are evolving all the time. So our ideal of what perfectionism is changing. There's no such thing as perfection. It's just constantly changing. But just say you had a particular way that you want to be, that you feel is perfect because you want to be perfect for others. Guess what? They don't even see or know or think you're perfect. They think their own perfect. So you are literally putting yourself in a cage of self-induced perfectionism that nobody else knows or cares about. They are in their own cage of perfectionism. Think about that. Not one person thinks 
or perceives the same as the next. So when you are putting these things on yourself, you are only doing it to yourself. You think you're putting them on yourself because you think that maybe your mum won't be happy about what you're doing, or you think that this person wouldn't approve, or you think that you'll never be good enough for something. And you're the only one, the only one. Not one person has the same structure, ideal thoughts about what is perfect. So when I fully embraced that, it completely shattered my current paradigm and my ego to the ground because I realized that I have been doing all of this to myself and it had completely held me back from doing so much, from saying so much, from being so much more in my life. It's completely, completely an illusion, absolutely illusionary. The reason why we have this and do this is that our brain likes to predict. Our brain likes to know what's going on and what's going to happen because it's all about survival. You hear me say this so much, you're going to hear it over and over, it's all about survival. So every day we get up with the same thinking, we think, but roughly we do the same habits, etc., to keep us safe. And this is one of the reasons why we embrace the idea of perfectionism so, so much. We embrace those beliefs, I'll never be good enough, I need to be accepted, da-da-da-da, because it keeps us safe. It keeps us doing the same habits each day, the same way living keeps us in our little safe place. But that too is an illusion because we're never sitting. We're always moving forward as well. Now, so now that we've looked at what perfectionism is and that it's just keeping us what we would think safe, but causing major depression, um, people not being true to themselves, people losing themselves, not knowing who they are or what they're supposed to be, uh, we can then start looking at how we can start coming out of that. Now, earlier on, I said about that others don't perceive the same way. That's the first step is, is you analyzing your thoughts about how you think that your sister feels about this particular thing. Because guess what? She doesn't. Because she cannot think like you because you are unique. That's the first thing. She may think somewhat like you, but also people talk People say lots of different things that they don't really mean. And guess what? You know that. You know that right now because you do it too. And guess what? I've got to say again, you think one way one day about somebody, you feel differently about them the next day. It's all an illusion, totally an illusion. There is no perfectionism. There is no, no nobody out there is driving or keeping you safe by you thinking like them, or let's say, thinking like you think that they think. Oh, this I could go so deep with this, so deep, because even that when people, and I just said it before, when people tell you how they think, that's often not what they really think, because they're worried about how they'll be accepted. Do you get it? Do you get what's happening here? There's nothing, it's, there's nothing out there that you need to be afraid of. There's nothing out there that is the truth. The only truth lies within you and your own perception. 
And when you do find that, and it is, it's a journey, it's a self-discovery journey to get there because it's about building self-confidence and self-awareness. And um, yeah, it's, it's a lot, there's a lot there with that. But when you find that, and it takes a while because the ego wants to hold on to protect you, it wants to hold on big time. What happens is, is that you gain one big word, freedom. When you realize those cages, those illusionary cages you've held yourself in on beliefs on how you think that others believe you should be, you are totally free because it means that you can rebuild, rebuild your beliefs in your life based on what you want to believe about yourself what you want to, not what you've been told since you were young. Don't do this. Be like that. You shouldn't do this. How dare you do this? Oh, that's good. Keep doing that when you don't really like it or want to. Oh, goodness me. Goodness me. It is huge. It's absolutely huge. And then you can also be free to be imperfect because you aren't perfect. There's no such thing as it. And I'll probably say this another five times during this podcast. I'm not perfect. And when I realized that too, I loved it. It was so good. I thought, oh my God, oh my God. I I went to all new places, places that I had not been prepared to look at because I wanted to appear as perfect. One of them was, I'm a bitch. (laughs) It was like, oh my God, I am a bitch. I do talk about people. I do get shitty. I do raise my voice sometimes. I do all these things that I'd grown up that were taboo. I do them and guess what? It doesn't make me any worse. In fact, it makes me more human than ever because I know everybody else does all that stuff too. And here's what's really, really good is that I could have been brought up in a completely different house that speaking and doing all of that was normal. And it wasn't looked down on. It was just a part of normality because guess what? That's another thing too. You think the way you were raised is the way? (laughs) Um, Guess what? It's one way out of millions and millions and millions and millions of families. Whoa, that was big for me too. I was like, oh my God, I've been in the cage of all of this way that I should be. And, oh, oh, Joe Blow down the road, if that person was my parent or if that person was my brother, they wouldn't look at me the same. They, 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 oh my God. And even then, how I think that my family, that's been another huge thing too, because when all this came out, I started to talk, look, I'm pretty lucky. I'm very, very close to my mum. So I would, I started to talk about all of this, all of these amazing things that had come in my life. And I was able to talk to her about that. And even now, it just happened just the other day. I said, mum, you know, a couple of years ago when I said this particular thing, you disagreed with me. And she said, I wouldn't have, and I don't. And I said to her, yes, you did, because I remember it and she said no you misunderstood and there it was again I was like 
of course, of course, it's always, always me because it is always you. And that's another big thing. People don't want to take responsibility for that. But I'll tell you this, once you start taking responsibility for the fact that your thoughts are your own and you create them, nobody else does, freedom comes again. People are scared of that. They don't want to do that because they fear. They're so out of touch with who they are that they're lost. But the thing is, is that when you find that, you re-find yourself. You're like, oh my God, I have the power. I have the power to decide what's perfect, uh, perfect for me. I have the power to change my perception on what I assumed my mother felt was a good way to be and what wasn't a good way to be. The Global Wellness Platform is an all-in-one, on-demand platform that is designed for you to feel better, think better, live better, and to find your happy place. With hundreds of meditations, exercises, recipes, affirmations, journal prompts, and daily inspirations to help you with the -the in-the-moment care, we are providing you with everything you need right now to develop new life-changing habits. When you are happy and healthy, you are able to enjoy life to the fullest. Go to www.theglobalwellnessplatform.com and start your free trial today. I have developed so much better relationships because of this. All of my relationships are better. And also, I have more compassion and love for others. Because what I thought was separated and what I thought and how they thought about me separated me from them. And it's actually the opposite. I think, oh my God, it's me. It's always been me. I have held these beliefs. I have held this perception that I need to be a certain way. They never did that. They never did that for me. I did that. And this usually starts, is it, I think it's in our first seven years. I think it's they, they chop and change it, but roughly first seven years of life, we develop and we grab so many, like we're told, do this, do that, don't do this, do that, etc. And that's who we become. You know, you're not good enough for this. So then you take that with you. I remember talking to one of my clients and um, she was, we were sitting together and she had a real aha moment because she said that she'd been trained under this person that was really, really not good to her. Like this was when she was in a, an academy of training after um, high school and she would always put her down and she would you know she she wasn't really really good to her and now she's in her mid-30s and I sat with her and she had an aha moment in front of me because she went oh my god I have based my whole the way I feel around what I did with the training with her as not being good enough because of her because of one person because of what they said to me. I've based that completely on my own life moving forward. So she felt that she wasn't good enough. She sat there and she said, oh, my God, I'm so good at what I do. Oh, my God. And here's the bigger, really big thing with this. What if that person that was training her had an underlying thing that she'd grown up with? If I put people down, they'll be better. What if she saw potential in my client? What if how we perceive people are based on our own upbringing and our own thoughts is not actually what they're doing, which takes me to my next point. The world is not out to get you. 
They're not out to put you down. They've got their own lives and their own structures and the way that they've grown up. And, you know, that is, that's them. That's theirs. That's their right. As now, now you know, your right is to be able to change everything, the way that you perceive everything and everyone. So you're able to look at those people differently. You're able to look at yourself differently. You're able to feel more freedom with who you are. You're able to explore who do I want to be now that I know there's no perfect. What do I want to do? Oh my goodness. And then you're able to look at others and go, well, I know they're not perfect either. So that makes me feel even freer. They're not perfect because there is no perfect. It's an illusion, a total illusion. So my recommendation would be to do this. You could do this straight after or soon would be to sit down with a notebook and write down all those strong beliefs you have about being a certain way or maybe about perfectionism and the things that you want to be perfect in and challenge them, challenge where those thoughts came from and who they came from. So really, really delve in and have a look at which ones are actually true and really, really um, become a little bit more unstuck with your ideal of perfectionism. Like, you know, you're not good at this. I'm not really good at that. I am. Uh, I don't have the right body shape. I don't have the right looks for that. I wasn't good enough for this. I was told that this was a certain way. You know. You know. I mentioned earlier about being a bitch. Yes, I can be a bitch, but. I wrote about that too. I analysed that. I did. I needed to analyse that and go, oh, my God, I'm normal. And this is a normal emotion and I use it to process. And then I was able to turn the emotion into something beautiful, which transferred it and funny. Look, I don't want to go too far into that, but then I was able to, um, I, I just don't do it as much anymore. I don't bitch as much because it's sort of like, it's almost like it was a cry out because I was so unhappy and I didn't know where to go and what to do. And I was probably had resentment at others that are just living their life and doing amazing things. Like there is just so many layers in that, but it's, it is a part of who I am because that is what makes me who I am because I have that emotion. Every human has that emotion. And I thought I had to hide it because I was the only one. And and that's the gift of realizing that you're not perfect. It's embracing all the good and all the bad. Here's an example. I was told this. So so for me, I was a baby and then a family member. This is this is a really personal thing I'm gonna tell you, but this is how huge this can be. So it was a family friend and I was a little girl and he was um he adored me and, and I was treated so I was treated like God anyway. And then then he didn't see us for a few years and then he came back and saw us when I was eleven and then he told me I um, can't believe I'm telling you all this, but I just know it needs to be said. He said, what happened to you? What's happened? Because I started going to my awkward teens. I started getting pimples. Um, you used to be so gorgeous and now you're not. And what actually happened there is my mum came in defence so big that it actually had the reverse effect. She didn't mean that, but it had the reverse effect. It was so traumatic to me. I thought there must be something so wrong with me here for my mum to be defending me. From that moment, I was ugly. I was ugly. 
and you attract who you are. So then I started having boys at high school tell tell me I was ugly. Things started coming into my life. And it took me over 40 years to do this where I sat down and went, "Oh, oh my God, oh my God, one person, one person said one thing to me and I took that on. And then I took that way, way, way bigger. I started to look as looks as everything. So then it was like you have to be really good looking to get anywhere in life. And then when I analysed this, I looked at movie stars. I looked at people that are out there and I looked and I went, oh, my God, that's not right. I mean, there is so many absolutely beautiful movie stars. But again, I think Catherine Zeta-Jones was the most beautiful woman in the world. And I've spoken to people and so many said, no, she isn't. Hmm. So that was like, ah, there it is again. I get to choose who I want to be. I get to choose if I want to think I'm pretty or not pretty or if I don't care. I get to choose that my looks actually aren't what's getting me places. Your looks are never what gets you places. It's your essence. It's your energy. It's all about energy. And if anybody keeps thinking in their life that energy isn't everything, then um, two things, they are going to be stagnant for some time and unhappy and um, eventually they're going to get there anyway because we're that that's how humans are evolving in that realization that we have it all within us my recommendation for you is to go and challenge challenge those things in your life and you have them and you've probably as i'm telling you've thought already thought about one so that was one i had a lot um but that was one i wanted to share with you about my youth how that came through and also with my client how one person picking nitpicking what she was doing made her feel that she was never good enough until that moment where she said to me oh my god i am really good um and yep do that and also be kind with yourself and play with the the idea that perfectionism isn't real and also play with the idea that the people that have told you stuff in life and the people you've grown up with that have led you are human too and there's nothing perfect about them either and they are just doing their best living and they've given you an opinion at a time that they would feel differently because, like I said before, we change how we feel about others regularly. We change our opinions regularly, which depends on our day. So that's a lot there for you to think about. But I'm going to leave you with one more thing that's going to spin that table right around. What if we were perfectly imperfect? So just ponder that. We, everything that's happening for us in our lives is perfect. We talk about energy. We're, we're, we are constantly engaging and merging with our environment, the air. Everything's atoms. We're just all moving energy and it's all in sync and happening perfectly. It's our monkey mind that is making us feel like, you know, it needs to be a certain way. It needs to be this. It needs to be that. no. No. So just think about that because I know this. I am perfectly imperfect and I absolutely love it. And I know you are perfectly imperfect. And that is what makes you so, so amazing. 
every single living being on this earth. We're all here together and we're all doing it together. And remember that all of your answers, all the way you see your life is all inside you. It can be no other way. So start going within. Start looking at how you think, your habits and how you're living and start playing around in there because you have got so much in there, so much guidance, so much, so it's just a wealth of wisdom. Okay, I hope you have enjoyed listening today. I cannot wait to be with you again and you have a magnificent perfectly imperfect day. See you soon. Bye.